You know what I used to struggle with? Eating a diet that's nutrient-dense enough for me to get all of my dietary needs met through what I eat alone. I am no longer a passenger on that struggle bus because one tasty scoop of Athletic Greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and much more that all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in my diet. They also increase my energy, focus, aid with digestion, and helps to support a healthy immune system without the need of taking multiple products or pills. To make things even better, it's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, you are covered. And right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting our immune systems by offering the audience a free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs on your first purchase if you visit my link today. So you'll basically never have to buy vitamin D again. To redeem your offer, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash bewellsis. Again, to redeem your offer of one free year of vitamin D and five free travel packs, visit athleticgreens.com slash bewellsis. Too often, Black women are a mere afterthought in conversations around wellness, but not in this space. On this podcast, the dialogue is always centered around women like you. Welcome to the podcast, but more importantly, welcome to the tribe. Be well, sis. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Be Well, Sis podcast. I am your host, Cassandra Dunbar. Hey, sis, how are you? How are things? How's life been treating you? But more importantly, how have you been treating yourself? Me, I'm good. Homeschooling is kicking my ass, but hey, I'm surviving. I'm convinced that I'll be fully gray by the end of the school year. And yeah, I've just accepted it and, I, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> so before we hop into the episode, just a few things. First, if you enjoy the podcast and have found the conversations to be a least bit helpful, please do me a solid and leave a five-star rating and a review. I have a feeling that we've been found by the trolls because our rating has dropped dramatically. So please leave a five-star rating and a review. I would really appreciate it. Also, Instagram has been the primary way that I communicate with you outside of the podcast, but I feel like I'm not getting any reach on Instagram. I think Instagram is currently mad at me. So join our text community. To join the text community, first of all, it's 100% free. We can communicate with each other directly. I don't spam. We can have actual conversations. And I love to do giveaways for my text community. So to join, text HeySis to 973-832-1684. Again, text HeySis to 973-832-1684. That way we can communicate for real, for real. (laughs) And lastly, before we hop into it, I just want to thank you so much for your support. Every download, every share on Instagram, comment, email that I get really, really helps me grow closer to living a life where I really feel fulfilled and I feel like I'm accomplishing my mission. And what is the mission? The mission is to really cultivate a group of women who feel empowered and who feel better able to navigate their health and wellness without all the fluff and the BS. So thank you. I really, really, really appreciate you. Let us go ahead and hop into today's conversation. Today's episode features the founder and CEO of Puka Pure and Simple. Her name is Dawn Fitch, and she is a health advocate, speaker, author, and like I said before, the founder and CEO of an award-winning bath and body company called Puka 
pure and simple. In this episode, we talk about how her life took a drastic turn when she was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease called multiple sclerosis. Her diagnosis inspired her to adopt a healthier lifestyle, and she began making her own natural products for her personal use. She then began sharing those unique Hemi products with the world after some encouragement from her family and friends, and Puka Pure and Simple was born thereafter. Today, Puka has been in operation for over 20 years, and her artisanal creations can be found online as well as in whole food stores nationwide. In addition to being the founder and CEO of Puka Pure and Simple, she's also created a Facebook community called The Best Life Tribe with Dawn Fitch. It is, and I'm reading a little bit from the about part of the group, it says the intention was to share Dawn's abundance of health and wellness knowledge with the everyday woman. She felt that the health and wellness world felt very exclusive and overwhelming. Sound familiar? Yes, I feel the same, Dawn. So she wanted to create a space on and off the internet where people could partake in a world of wellness with ease, and the tribe has grown into a very safe and inclusive space where the goal is not weight loss or perfecting your shavasana, but instead a realistic and practical approach to holistic wellness rooted in learning, collaboration, and support. So go ahead and join her group over on Facebook as well. It's called the Best Life Tribe with Dawn Fitch. Find, find your people. That is what this podcast is about. It's about finding your people, finding what works for you. Dawn, as you'll hear in a few moments, is so bubbly, so full of life, yet so real. I know you'll, you'll find something very encouraging, not only from the conversation, but also from her Facebook group. Don't forget to follow her company on Instagram. Her Instagram is at Pukalita, which we'll talk about the origin of the name in a bit. So thank you so much for joining. I really, really appreciate you. I hope you are having an amazing day or evening and week wherever you are. So let's happen to the conversation. Be well, sis. Today, I am so, so excited. I have Dawn, the founder of Puka Pure and Simple. I want to talk about how we got to that name because I love that name. <laughs> Actually, my mom, my mom used to call us her Pukalitas when we were little, like me, my brother, and sister. And we don't know what it means or where she, she doesn't even know. She's like, I don't know why I started calling you that, but it was always a term of endearment. So when I started making products, I really wanted to call it Pukalita, but I just couldn't fit it on the label and I put it in half. So people are like, what does it mean? I'm like, it's, it's, a, it's for my mom. It's a term of endearment. I love that. That's beautiful. That reminds me of um, my mother-in-law used to call her grandkids her sugar duties. And I'm like, what's a sugar duty? She's just like, I don't know, them. I'm just like, I get it. It makes you feel good yeah. when you hear us. Hey, I love it. So Puka Pure and Simple Products. So how are you, Dawn? I'm good. It's a good day. It's sunny. It's nice. We're chatting. Black Girl Magic is flowing around. I'm, I'm good. Good, good, good. I am really excited to talk to you because you have an incredible story. And I think there's just so much to learn from your journey and how you've taken really adverse situations and really made them into something huge, not just for yourself, but for like the community. So let's talk about it. So you were diagnosed with MS some years ago? It was in 2007 I was diagnosed with MS, but I was sick for so many years before that, like years and years. And actually, I it's funny how sometimes you, your path, God leads you to a different way on the path. But I was I went to school for graphic design. That's what my degree is in. And I worked for Sony Music. So I was doing like digital imaging on album, co- album covers, like living my best life. Wow. Dating myself, obviously saying album. Kids are like, what happens? <laughs> CD covers, guys. That's what I meant, CD covers. 
just on my way to work one day, just started to feel a tingle in my back. And I was like, oh, what is that? And then the more I walked, I went numb from the waist down. So it was super scary, but that started like a five year journey of what is wrong with me. Like just going to so many different doctors and they just kept sending me home. They're like, you're good, go home. I'm like, but I don't feel good. So I wanted to hear something, some something I can work on. But, you know, they just kept sending me home. So I decided to like, let me do some research and try to make myself feel better. Mm -hmm. So I just changed my diet, you know, ate healthier foods, more vegetables, took out like processed foods and things like that, and really got into aromatherapy. Like I just fell in love with the lavender. Like we all know the lavenders and things like that, but there's geranium and lime, like there's so many essential oils. And I just started digging in and just, you know, making products. And I read this article that your skin is the largest organ. So what you put on it is going into your system. I'm like, all right, I'm cleaning the inside. So let me clean the outside. And I was like a a bath and body junkie. Like I used to slather anything on me. Basically, I just started making products just really because I was on a healthy journey. Just didn't think it was going to be a business. I became that annoying friend. Like, ooh, you're going to put that on? Ooh, you're going to eat that? They were like, ooh, we are so tired of dawn. But it was just like, the more I learned, the more I wanted like my friends and family and people that I love. I'm like, look, this is going to, you know, help all of us. And I had so much stuff in my apartment. Like I was just making stuff left and right. And I always say, I don't cook. So if you come to my house, you're going to be hungry, but you will be moisturized. You're okay. all, yeah. The skin's going to look good when you leave. You're going to be hungry. So my friends are like, look, you have so much stuff. Why don't you take it to, in Jersey, we have a PNC has a African art festival every year. And they're like, let's just get a table. So we got a table and we sold out. And I was like, yeah. okay, people bought stuff that I made in my kitchen and it has been a 20 year journey. That was, wow. It's been amazing. Not always easy, but just amazing. The things that have, that have happened have been really like, we've had some stories like, what, how the heck did that happen? But it's been good. It's been good. Yeah. I wouldn't trade it. Do you think that as you were going through trying to figure out what's going on, like during the diagnosis process was creating things part of like your therapy or like your way of coping in a way? Most definitely. It gave me some sense of control because every time the doctors told me to go home, that there was nothing wrong. I'm like, I have to do something. So when I would change my diet or I'd read something or I'd make a new product, like take out Vaseline, let me make the coconut version. One, it was taking my mind off of that. I didn't feel good. And I felt like I was helping myself. So it became like that. I became like my own little doctor. Your mind is so powerful. Your thoughts guide you to whatever direction you're thinking about. So because I was taking my mind off it and thinking like I'm helping, I'm doing something, I'm making changes. I just really started to feel better. It was about five years. You know, I I felt really good. And then I went sideways with my diet. I'm sure that's what it was. And I started to feel bad again. And I was at home and my hands and feet went numb. And I was at my parents' house and they're like, look, that's not right. Let's go to the emergency. So we went to the emergency room and the doctor there asked me, but like, I don't, I feel like no ever doc, no other doctor ever said, what do you think is wrong with you? And I was like, huh. So I either said, I said, well, diabetes. And I know I was like, I know I had to be tested for that. I said, oh, multiple sclerosis. And he was like, got it. He's like, so let's test you for that. And they did. And they found that. And I always say that day when I found out, I was so happy and excited. Sounds crazy, but you can't fight what you don't know. And I was yeah. like, now I know what it is. I know what it is. Now there were other days I wasn't excited, but at yeah. least I always knew what I was you know, battling. I could read up on it. I could do things for it. You know, and entrepreneurship has just given me, like, it was just good. Like there were days when I just laid on the couch or laid in the office and, but I was able to just still keep my business going like with family and friends. So it was good, but the mind that really 
truly is powerful. Truly is like that is the main thing in any illness or anything, anything you're doing. So like what you're thinking is what is actually happen. For me, one thing that I was trying to do was like, you know, what? I want to be well. I want to like take care of my health and wellness. And I realized that until I'm okay, like mentally, and that I'm really taking care of whatever anxiety or depression I'm facing, like I have to do that first, then everything else will fall into place. I think a lot of times we think wellness is losing weight. Everybody's like, I want to be well. Like, no, we got to, you know, just like you said, everything starts here. This is right. Everything else is going to flow the way it's supposed to. You'll feel good. You'll look good. Yep. No matter what weight you are. Yep. And just make better decisions, right? Because if we're like, for me, I like to eat to cope. So if I like take care of whatever my stressors are, then I'll do healthier things to cope. 2020 was an eat coping year. Listen, 30 <laughs> pounds later. Okay. Yes, <laughs> All that wellness and thought when out here is like, give me some ice cream. Okay. Yes, please. Yes. (laughs) So tell me, how long did it take for you from making things in your kitchen to then going to the PNC festival to then like being like, you know what? I'm done with my nine to five. This I'm going to go all in. I think it was, I was still at Sony and I had left there. It was a period of two or three years. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people, I get people who actually leave their jobs like full credit, like to walk away from that. One, I'm a graphic artist. So I was always able to freelance and pick up freelance art jobs. And I had actually left my job to go to another job and I was laid off. So by the time I was making all these products, I actually was out of work. I think the real test came for me when I was offered a new job. And I was like, all right, are you going to stay? Are you going to take this new job and get your security back? Or are you going to stay on this path and see what happens? And that whole span was maybe like two or three years. And I got a, I was offered this job and I was like, no, I'm out here already. I'm just going to do it. And it wasn't always great, but I'm telling you, if you stay true to your passion and it's what you're supposed to be doing, a way will be made for you. Right after I made the decision of I'm not going to go back to work, you know, I was like, all right, now let me really dig into this, put up a website. Now this was 20 years ago. Okay. Websites weren't like that. I didn't even really have social media. Oh my gosh. How old am I? <laughs> social media really at 20 years ago, there was no Facebook. I'm putting up a website and thinking all these people are going to come in and buy. And people are like, I can go get bath and body anywhere. I can't smell this stuff. It's online. So at one point I had to get another job. So I started waiting tables and I was like, Hey, you know, I went, got my degree, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm waiting tables. Not that there's, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's a good, honest profession, but I was just like, you know, okay. And I constantly talked about my business to the owner. So he sort of became my mentor. So he helped me. He was running a restaurant. So it was amazing what I got from him. And then a year later, He was like, you know what? I'm open a beautiful catering space in Montclair on Bloomfield Avenue. And he's like, I only use it at night. He's like, if you want to have a store, it's yours. I got a free store on Bloomfield Avenue. Wow. So sometimes you got to put your pride to the side and, you know, be the mouth of your business and, and let people know what's going on. I got that mentorship and I got a store out of it. So all of this was a span of now we're in the maybe fifth or sixth year. Ooh, that is incredible. That story alone is just so much. I got a million, girl. I got a million pride to the side stories. Wow. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of new business owners are scared to talk about their business, right? Yeah. I don't want to like bother people too much. Or I don't want to keep like, you know, talking about the same thing. I'm not going to gain an audience or I'll lose audience that I have. 
But that story right there is just so powerful. You have to talk. You got to talk and tell your truth. And I think a lot of people want to pretend like everything's great. We're doing well. And then behind everything's falling apart. You can't get the help you want if you don't share with anyone. Entrepreneurship is humbling. People don't start out at a million dollars or, you know, whatever they it's it's a humbling journey. Mm-hmm. I, I can give you one more story. Like I said, I was working in the music industry and they were like, well, come back and show us what you're making. Show us your business. And I was like, I don't want to come back and show them I'm making oils. Again, this pride thing. Uh, tap it down, Dawn. I packed up my little stuff and I was like, look, they're going to buy some things. Maybe I'll be able to pay a bill. Mm-hmm. So I got up there, set up my little table. And the woman who took my job after I left was like, you know what? I have a great friend who works at Whole Foods and he probably would like this. That connection, we're in 65 Whole Foods now. Wow. So I say there is no pride in entrepreneurship. Yeah. <laughs> do what you got to do. Be proud of your business, proud of wherever you are. Be honest so that you can really get help. And you never know where your help is going to come from. Wow, that's incredible. I am like suffering with from my own pride. I just don't want to talk about things, but no, open up that mouth. Like open it up. Yeah. Everybody understands. They give you kudos for just making the step. A lot of people can't do that. You stepped into entrepreneurship. There's so much support out there. People want you to succeed. So I was going to ask you, what is a tip that you'd give somebody who is new to entrepreneurship? You just gave several. Main one, open up your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, look, I'm gonna give you one. More. I, I'm telling you, this, this is God. He's given me so many amazing stories and things that happen. You got to open your mouth. And I said, entrepreneurship too is like everything you learned in kindergarten be kind, be polite, do unto others, all that stuff. So we were doing Circle of Sisters in the city. We did Circle of Sisters and we were there the whole weekend. It was me, you know, there were maybe five of us. We were exhausted. We were tired, but we were like, look, everybody that comes here, we're talking, whether they buy something or not, we're going to talk about the business, be friendly, be open. So a woman came in with her daughters and we talked to her, blah, blah, blah. That was it. The next day on Monday, we get a call and she was like, you know, I was at Circle of Sisters with my daughters and you guys talked to her about entrepreneurship and I wanted her to see black women work. And, you know, you guys were just so open and really great with us. You know, she's like, my name is LaShawn's. I play the lead in the color in Oprah's The Color Purple on Broadway. And she said, and I just want to help you guys, whatever you need, because you were just so she said, I just love that my daughter saw that energy. She had us. She brought us to Broadway. We did a cast party for the cast of The Color Purple. We got to see the show. She was in two magazines and posed with the pictures. Like amazing. Now, why did that happen? Because we were honest. We talked and we took the time. It wasn't like, oh, we're not, she's not buying anything. We're not making any money. So you just never know where it's going to come from. So you got to be open, kind, promote your business and get the help whenever you can. You can see I'm sweating. If I can, if I can invent something for hot questions, I don't see, I see glow. I don't see sweat. I see glow. Wow. But we had stories like that, like for a lifetime. So people are like, well, how can we do the same thing? Like nobody's going to do the same thing. It's your story. But if you follow that self, those same principles, be kind, talk, get information. You're never going to push somebody away because they're not buying. You never know what somebody yeah. can pour into Ooh, you. That's beautiful. It's like the power of vulnerability, too. You got to be vulnerable with where you at currently. I mean, if you're big and you made it and people think you're, then they're like, oh, they don't need the help. Exactly. They don't need the support. Definitely. So I have a question in regard to going back to your MS diagnosis. Autoimmune conditions are like really common, especially in our community now. So if someone is newly diagnosed, what is something that you wish you knew then that you know now that you'd like to share? Don't be afraid. 
I think at the beginning, fear can really grip you to the point where you, I mean, and I, at first, remember I said I had that happy moment, like, oh my gosh, I know what it is. And then I started reading, stay off the internet. And I read so much and I I went through a period of, I'm going to die. I'm going to be paralyzed. I'm going to, and at that point I was like, you got to change your mindset. You have to change your mindset because that, like we talked about before, that's, what's going to take you in a direction that you don't want to go. So reach out to people, get help, share with your family. I think sometimes people don't want to share what the diagnosis is. They also don't want to talk about it to people. Surround yourself with people that are going to support you. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be afraid. I'm not saying like, oh, don't be afraid, but you just can't let it take you down that road. The thing that I like, not to say I like, but with autoimmune, they're always different. You know, they run a different path than everybody, which means there's no hard, fast If you have this, this is going to happen. So there are different determining factors. So I do believe diet, body, mind, spirit. I believe that plays a part in all autoimmunes and that, you know, the flow that they go. So I would say, look at your diet, Mm -hmm. round yourself with some positive people Mm -hmm. and just try not to be afraid. And I try to always find somebody like I found a lot. I was looking for people who had MS because so many people have autoimmunes now. And I'll, I'll tell you what I did for that down the road. But just to talk to other people that have gone through it definitely gives you some peace. So, and people always refer to me, Dawn, my cousin just found, and I try to always call everybody who says they need a call just because you want somebody to tell you, guess what? It's going to be okay. Yeah. It's gonna, you're going to be okay. Yeah. The power of community too. Our community is yeah. big. Yeah. So you mentioned finding a circle of supportive people. So how can people who may not have been diagnosed with like a friend or a family member have been diagnosed? How can they be supportive? If they're not sure what to do and they're new to it as well. Be a good listener and don't be judgmental. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you want to say, well, get up or do this. Or you let me tell you the worst thing you could tell somebody with autoimmune. Well, you look great <laughs> because people, a lot of autoimmunes, you just, you know, sometimes physically you look fine. Yeah. But inside you're just not feeling your best or you feel you just don't feel good. So listen to people. And if they say they don't feel good, embrace that. What do you need? And really just really be a good listener. And understand that they may have some days when they just can't do everything. You can't push all the time, but you have to know when to push a little. If I've seen you on that couch for eight days straight and I'm starting to feel like your mind is going down, I'm going to give you a little push. Mm-hmm. But also if I see you usually out every day and you just today I'm winded, I'm tired. Hey, you go home and get your rest. So just try to see actually what the person needs and really listen a lot more. Yeah. And then you mentioned earlier, I want to come back to it. You said that the doctor asked you, what do you think it is? And you said diabetes or MS. What made you think MS? It was five years of just looking around and MS is with the nervous system. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the symptoms are tingling and a little bit of spasticity, like in your arms and legs, but those could also mimic diabetes. So there are so many, a lot of these things mimic each other, Mm -hmm. but I knew I had been tested for diabetes. I had that MS was the only thing I hadn't been tested for. So, I mean, I like to tell people to stay off of the internet until after you find out what it is. Before I did a lot of research, I was trying to figure out what it was. So I was on there all the time, like this symptoms, I would go to Barnes and Nobles and, you know, just really, and and keep a journal. Mm. I kept a food journal and I kept a symptoms journal. So I can see if something triggered, if weather triggered, oh, it was hot today and I had dairy. Okay, maybe this was something. So when I actually had the the MS diagnosis, I was able to pull out my food journals and sort of see what type of things were triggers for me and everybody has different triggers. But I find with autoimmunes, there are a lot of food triggers, a lot of food triggers and a lot of temperature triggers and sleep. 
Sleep is the key. Yeah. Every, your body just restores itself when it sleeps. And so many of us don't sleep. We're on our phones. We're on our computers. We're up late. Like we don't value sleep. Like me, girl, I love to get my little nap on, but yeah. <laughs> no, sleep is important. That's pretty much how I figured out what it was, you know, and I listened to myself and every time they told me, they told me it was fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, hypoglycemia. So I would read up on that. And then I'm like, this is not it. This is not it. And they were like, no, we think it is. If you know, that's not what it is. You keep pushing. I would go back to the doctors like, no, it is fibromyalgia. And then finally they're like, oh, it's not. But had I not pushed that, I would be doing things for that when I probably wouldn't get any relief because that's not what I really had. Yeah. So once you get that sound diagnosis, then stay off the internet. But before you keep digging, you, you're your best advocate yep. and your best researcher. Oh, you just said a, a word. Yes to the sleep. Yes to being your, your best advocate. And I love the symptom and food journal too. Super, super smart. So you can look back and make some sense of things. Because with autoimmunes, one day you feel great. And one day you're like, what changed? And, and usually, like I said, it's one of those factors. It's sleep, it's hydration. A lot of us are dehydrated. You know, we're not getting enough water and or it can use it. It's usually something that we ate that may trigger inflammation. Autoimmune is all about inflammatory responses. So we have too much inflammation. I mean, you're going to have to let the dairy go. I know, I know it's hard. Yeah. I, know, I love cheese. Yeah. I do. That's, yeah. And I was just thinking, you know, I'm getting there. Like I'm with my oat milk now or almond milk, but that cheese, I still have it several times a week. Um, Look, I, okay. okay. All right. But you know, I always say too, don't go, don't try to go cold Turkey because it just doesn't last. Say Monday is cheeseless day and give you, you can have cheese any other day. And Monday I have no cheese. And then, you know, eventually like, okay, Monday and Wednesday, no cheese, you know, just Paper, start a little. Yeah. <laughs> little, but don't try to just change your diet to you're going to be miserable. And it just, it's too hard. Yeah. So, so true. So you gave us a couple of tips on how to optimize our wellness, right? So you, you mentioned sleep, you mentioned hydration, you just said dairy, which hurt my little feelings. Um, (laughs) What are some other tips to optimize our wellness and health at home? Water. And as much as I tell people to drink water, but I did not like drinking water, but I started infusing my water. If you walk by my, like on my counters, I've got a big jug with lemons, raspberries, dragon fruit. I've become so creative with my water. One, it looks pretty. So it makes for nice Instagram pictures. (laughs) And it makes me drink my water and you get nutrients from the fruits that you put in it. So I say, go and go to the dollar store, anywhere you want and get a really nice jug. And I got a glass straw and I cut up my fruits and I put 32 ounces of water with ice. It looks beautiful. I sit it on the counter. I walk by, I sip, I sip, I sip. And by the end of the day, that jug better be gone. Nice. So start infusing water. It's a way if you're not really a water drinker, but it's a way to trick your mind into making it one look pretty and taste a little better. And you are getting some nutrients. Another good thing is aroma showers. I'm the queen of the aroma shower. I will take my essential oils into the bathroom. If I'm having a down day and I need some uplift, right on the shower floor, I have a nice hot shower going, three drops of peppermint essential oil on the shower floor, peppermint sleep bath. Ah. Um, If you're feeling like another uh, essential oil, orange essential oil, which has vitamin C, so it's great for beauty products, but orange essential oil also helps with mood. It helps with depression. So if you have somebody that's in the house or somebody that's down, you don't want to burn orange essential oil. And if you can't burn it, same thing, put it in the shower, a couple of drops of orange essential oil right on the shower and you get a little orange aroma. It'll start flowing through the house and it does help to lift up the mood. So you find the essential oil that you might need something for. If you find it that it's hard for you to go to sleep at night before you get in the bed, take a lavender aroma shower, a couple of drops of lavender on the floor, 
couple drops of lavender on your pillow and it'll help you to have a good, a good sleep. And also with sleep, make your bedroom a sanctuary. You can't be relaxed if your area and your environment is cluttered. Take some time with your bedding. If you go shopping, nice fluffy pillow, make your nightstand your sleep sanctuary. So I try to have everything I need in case I wake up. So I've got some lemon water there before I go to bed. I have a journal. I have a pen. I have my Bible. I have some essential oils. I have, you know, a little mint if I need some. So everything I need is right here. So if I do wake up, I can roll over. I can journal. I try not to get out of the bed and just try not to always go to my phone. But sometimes you just need a little drink of water or something like that. And if you if you have everything you need right there, you might go right back to sleep. Mm. So I always say make your your uh, nightstand like your little sleep area and make sure your area around you is uncluttered so that you can sleep. And for a little inside exercise, I always tell people like I do this with my mom, like the average song is like three to four minutes. So dance at home. It sounds silly, but if you're at home, especially during 2020, I did this a lot. You dance to three of your favorite songs. You've done like 12, 15 minutes of aerobic activity. And that's it. You can do that. You know, put on, get your playlist and just dance for three songs. And you've done some exercise. You've done some movement for the day. I'm not always like you got to exercise, but you got to move a little. You got to move circulation, everything like that. So, so good. Wow. This is like a, a masterclass of wellness and entrepreneurship. So, so good. I was thinking about as you were talking, I was just like, yeah, I got to get my sleep situation better. My sleep hygiene is terrible. My phone is on my nightstand. If I wake up one night, I get to scroll in, which is yeah. silly. I do too. Everything, all the advice I give people, I'm like, I fall off the wagon every day. <laughs> I just, you know what I mean? Like, I have to get my phone out of here. Like, sometimes I have to put it in the kitchen, like, get it out of here. But yeah. It's hard. And so that's like another thing. We can't beat ourselves up. We got to make small strides and love on ourselves. Yeah. We just got to look. I'm in my 50. 50 where? I'm Good 50. For you. Goals. <laughs> Goals. Yes. Ow, it hurt my feelings. Every time I say it, like, what? No. But I've spent a lifetime of, oh, we got to, you know, you want to stay in shape. You got to do it's draining. Like give yourself a break from everything. Give yourself some grace. You're doing the best you can do. Yeah. You started a business. Great. It's going to be okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you ate, you ate a little something extra. Okay. Yeah. Like we just have to give ourselves some grace. We're very hard on ourselves. Exactly. And I think for me, one thing that I realized is that things aren't fun. Like when everything is so regimented and scheduled, like we have to work, we have to raise kids. We have to, we have to, we have to, we have to. And it's like, all right, where's right. the fun? So to your point, give ourselves grace and like a little wiggle room to increase the the joy somehow. (laughs) Right. Whatever happens, happens. A little surprise in the day, you know? Yes. Yes. But if we have it, a lot of times we do something like, oh, I should have went through this or I should have worked. I didn't do. Oh, enjoy your moment. So I like to close out every interview with two questions. So the first one is if you had a, (laughs) a book to recommend about anything at all, what would it be? Oh my gosh. I always go right to entrepreneur stuff, which I don't know if I want to go there, but the email, I love that book. It's called the E-Myth. I don't even remember the name. It's such a popular series. That book was amazing. That really changed my mindset from just making stuff to really being an entrepreneur. And I really like, they really captured the journey of what I was going through. So that book always sticks out to me for people that are on the entrepreneur journey. So yeah, so I will link that down below. And then the last question is, what's something that's brought you joy in like the last few days? 
Hiking. Hiking. Yeah. I was quarantined alone. So in order to see like my best friends, we were like, let's start walking. So we started walking and then we started walking into the park and then we looked in the park and we like, we looked into one of the clearings and on a tree, there was like the red symbol symbol that said Lenape trail. And we're like, let's follow the trail. Oh my goodness. From that, we become like crazy hikers. The things that I've seen Oh, waterfalls. Just oh, and this yeah. is in my local area. So I try to tell people like, go out and hike, go to, there's an app called all trails, download it. It'll tell you trails in your local area. The beauty you can see. Sometimes I feel like I'm in the Brazilian rainforest and then wow, come five yourself. minutes from my house. And then go. <laughs> but that's my everyday joy. Like go out nature. I'll bring a book out there. I'll journal. So, so you said all trails is the app. All trails is the app. So you can download that and it'll tell you any trails by you. I mean, we got so into it. We started doing sister hikes and taking our friends on it because it was just amazing. Like five minutes from your house, you could be up in the middle of the, the mountains and it changed that again, that mindset changes your entire mindset. So get out there and hike and you get some exercise. Didn't feel like it, but yeah. And some sun too. Cause and, um, vitamin, vitamin D. D. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to look up all trails myself. Yeah. I'm just scared of animals. I'm just scared to like see something out there, like a critter that I'm well, just not prepared. <laughs> you might see something. I mean, try, go to safe trails. So usually if you go to trails, like your local trails and things like that, the parks and rangers, they keep all that stuff. They not let know. A lot of those things are perimeters are fenced off. You might see some okay. deer. Okay. Um, the most we've seen is deer. They're usually far away and some, I don't know, squirrels and birds. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, you can also decide how, how deep in you want to go. You know, you could just stay on the perimeter and do like, you know, a half a mile hike and come back out. But I'm telling you the trade-off to the animal fear is when you get in there and the trees and the sun's coming through and you find a little waterfall yeah. You're going to be getting your hiking boots. I'm like, you out there again? Like, yeah, I'm out there again. I live here now. <laughs> what a cabin. It's, a, it's amazing. You are incredible. I am so, so grateful to have the opportunity to speak to you. I will link Puka Pure and Simple down in the show notes. Yes. Any closing thoughts or anything? I just wanted to also add one day I was having a bad MS day and I went on Facebook and I was like, look, I know there are other women struggling with autoimmunes and that aren't feeling well and things like that. And I just needed some support. So I made my 20 friends. I started a group on Facebook called the best life tribe. And I was like, we're going to talk about hike. We, and we've done hiking trips together. We've gone to lavender farms. Like we do. So I go in there every day and I say something about, you know, whatever, all health and wellness. And it started with 20 women. I think it's been two years and it's, Five, I think almost 6,000 women in there now. Wow. And it's mostly women of color. So if anyone needs some support with autoimmunes or, you know, if you just want to pray, if you want to find out what's great about essential oils, we do lives, we do so much. It's called the Best Life Tribe with Dawn Fitch. It's on Facebook. It's just a free group for support. Beautiful. And I'll also link that down below in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. If you appreciate the content and would like to support the podcast, feel free to leave a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you listen on or become a patron on Patreon by visiting www.patreon.com slash Again, thanks for joining. Until next time, be well, sis.